Greetings, this is Bob Ponderelli, co-host with Mike Sherrick of Into the Gap Radio, which airs Saturday afternoons at 1 o'clock Central on 1590 AM and 95.9 FM Chicago. This is the podcast version of our show where you'll get highlights of our most recent episode. We also do an Into the Gap unfiltered podcast, and I'll have more details about that later in the episode. Okay, let's get started. Here's my co-host, Mike Sherrick. Where do you want to begin? Well, the why, really. The why. Like, why? Why, why are we doing this? Why Why are we doing this? Yeah, why are we doing this and why us and why now? Right. Yeah. Yep. So you want to go or you want me to go? No, oh, you please go ahead. Yeah. So why I'm doing this, why, why we're doing this and what the show is about. So why we're doing this is there is an issue in the world right now as it relates to men and masculinity. And it's an issue that no one's talking about. And so what we're going to do is we're going to start talking about it. And it's not like we have an answer. But we're going to ask a lot of questions. And, and uh, I recently did a TED Talk. And oh, by the way, the video just went live, like yesterday. So Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Your TED Talk video. Yeah, my TED Talk okay, video. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Sure, Hello. sure, sure. Yeah, remember that? We talked about it before? <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. So it just went live. And it's, uh, I'm actually proud of it, which is not something I would normally say. Mm-hmm. And, and it, what it really points to, and it, it is the why, it's this, this, um, this gap in relatedness mm-hmm. and this gap in con- cohesiveness mm-hmm. in in the gender and especially the issues with you know where uh like like the whole idea of ma- men really being responsible and taking leadership and yep. what's going on in the world so yep. th- that's that's what kind of the genesis of this show wouldn't you agree right yes and there's also uh i guess we could talk about the why also in the context of uh you and i being uh in a uh a business relationship yeah. where um, we were having conversations. Uh, y- you're my executive coach, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, we started having these moments of enlightenment and inspiration and suddenly realized, you know, I, I think I remember the day I mm-hmm. said it to you, like, you know, we're having these conversations yeah. and they really ought to be public conversations because the the intensity or the depth to which we were mining yeah. the human psyche, in particular being a guy mm-hmm. now, uh, and I'd really look forward to hearing you go into uh, some of the stuff you brought up about uh, how the playing field has changed. Oh, yeah. And and what was the genesis of that? But but truly, it was a moment of inspiration. And, and then you said, hey, you know what, Bob? You want to do a radio show? I said, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Let's let's try it out. You know, let's we, let's do it. But let's do it. Let's not try it. Let's do it. One so. of the, one of the things that's so cool about that, Bob, is is um, you know, the the coaching is weird, man. It's it's a relatively new industry, right? Right. And it's and there's a million different coaches out there. Yeah. And there's the ICF that runs the whole thing. And there's this whole thing about confidentiality, right? Right. So one of the things you can have these incredible conversations with clients, and you can't talk to anyone else about it because it's inside the context of confidentiality. Right. So. What good is that doing the greater world and the greater good? And that's why when you brought it up, like, holy, yeah, mm-hmm. this makes brilliant sense. And I right. think it's also not only a, like when you talk about the playing field with the, 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 the changes in technology, the changes in the demographic. Right. I mean, we've got five generations of human beings working together. Well, and also the, one of the things you brought up that struck me very powerfully yeah. was the fact that. You know, again, this is a little bit of nostalgia here, but there was a time when uh, a guy, most of the time was a guy, could, you know, work on his car, yeah. quote unquote. Oh, yeah. And you really can't work on your car anymore yeah. without a hazmat suit and a lot of, <laughs> like, your your teenage kids telling you which YouTube videos to watch to yeah. teach you how to do it. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. And it, it and, well, that gets into the technology and how technology has so changed right. the way we do everything. 
Yep. Like, I mean, looking like, you know, we go back and, and we're getting out over our skis a little bit, but this points to guys too, because, mm-hmm. you know, 20, even 20 years ago, even 30 years ago, yep. guys worked in machine shops and welding shops and, yep. and places like that. Yep. And that stuff's either been outsourced overseas right. or it's become automated and a number of jobs existing in that world. Right. So for a guy to come out of school, out of high school, right, relatively untrained, yep. and go get trained on a job mm-hmm. and make a workable living where he could buy a house and a car and send his kids to school. Yep. You know, that ship has kind of sailed. And we haven't done anything to backfill that. So that's created this extra stress on the system. So that's the kind of stuff we're going to mm-hmm. be covering on the show over the next, at least the next three months. Right. You know, and, and we're not going to be looking at the how it gets done so much as much as the thinking behind it. Right. And looking at the, co- oh, I just crushed the microphone. Um, <laughs> but looking at, that's what happens. I should be, I'm like kind of Italian. I talk with my hands, right? <laughs> Uh, I noticed. Go that, for it, man. Yeah, I know. I talk it, with my hands. So I can tell you it helps. You guys, you guys are on Facebook. You can see me <laughs> talk with my hands. Um, but you know the 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 whole landscape of what it means to work and what working is, and it relates yeah. to men, men and their identity. And that's what we're going to be doing over the next three, three months. And we're not yep. going to be talking about the how, how to change it. Right. We're going to be talking about the thinking and the context and the lens and the right. bias that looks through that, that informs right. the how. Yeah. And I also think that the show was born out of our mutual acknowledgement of some of the really super intense changes, not just in the culture as a result of all kinds of other things, but just at a broader, broader level, like the kind of stuff that comes out of think tank, you know, kind of acknowledgements, which is that we're about to go through uh, the, the pangs of, you know, uh, AI, artificial yeah, intelligence. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go through the uh, o- o- the revolution in robotics and automation, yeah. and then we're also going to be seeing the rise of an Asian middle class, which is going to yeah. drastically change. Like you said, you know, earlier on mm-hmm. the promo, the playing field. Yeah, the playing you know? field is is changing. Yeah, and in America, the United States of America, great country of America, right? <laughs> right. Um may no longer be the dominant economic and military force in the world. Right. And when that changes, what does that mean to us? Right. You know? And so the thing I think we need to do also is kind of interrupt kind of the arrogance that goes on and the unawareness. Because mm-hmm. yep. Americans are really good at not being aware of how stuff goes down. Because yep. we're the biggest baddest dudes you know right we don't have to pay attention we don't have to we don't have to mine our wake right but now things are changing you know in, in uh sharing uh the show yeah uh with people closest to me one of them said uh you know bob behind all that arrogance is really fear and paranoia well, absolutely <laughs> well you know you know and and it's just so true right well and you think about what created that you know um we have become and it started in the 90s you know, yeah. Because we had this big, incredibly prosperous time. Yeah. We've become a, a, a country and a culture that's really uh, addicted to comfort and convenience, right? <laughs> like we, jo- I, whenever, we, we jones for some comfort, man. I, you know? I, it, when you, again, this is another reason how the show was really born from that conversation yeah. as well. Because the first time you told me that, it just sinks in again yeah. and again and again and again. And uh, we're so I, I, we're so comfortable being comfortable. <laughs> we don't know that we're comfortable we're, in the slightest. Absolutely, we're like we're like the little princess with the little pee. If we got a little pee under our butts, absolutely. all of a sudden we're upset. Yes, and so and what's happened out of this comfort and convenience thing? The slightest interruption. 
like like my favorite thing, okay? I was I was flying and the internet went down, right? Yep. And so I didn't have access to internet. I'm like, oh shit, man, I don't have oh, excuse me. <laughs> I don't have access to the internet. Yep. And the dude next to me is like freaking out. Yeah. Like like, like seriously. Like f- seriously free. Yeah, like I'll have right. I'll have two more. Just mm-hmm. bring, keep them coming because I'm not gonna be doing work yeah. here. So I might as well have beers. Right. right. But the guy next to me is like losing his water because he's like he had a deadline and he scheduled everything and we're so packed in. Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting, it's like our our relationship to this comfort and uh convenience hasn't actually brought us any more joy. Cause we're, we're like working more. And I'm not even sure before when I was listening to the show in my car, when I, right when I pulled up, yeah. the guy was talking about his greatest day day training. He spent five minutes working and he's going, sometimes that's how it goes. He goes, this, this thing of where you're spending 10 hours all the day, all the time working. Yeah. So I'm not even sure what that's about, but, yeah. but it's really, it, it's, I think the problem with, with this addiction to comfort and convenience that we have is we lose sight of the thing that you're so passionate about, which is critical thinking. Absolutely. And, and also our, our environment today is in many ways, uh, I've heard it said that, you know, like your average human being Mm -hmm. in the context of comfort and convenience, Mm -hmm. right? Your average human being is, you know, in the plains, in the sun, uh, the gazelle, Mm -hmm. you know, nibbling on grass and they have no knowledge of the the tall grass just a few feet away there are lions waiting to devour them and and um and so the show is an opportunity to dwell to 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 delve into that look at yeah because what you're talking about there bob is this pull to to no longer really track what you're about but to spend your time fitting in so you're comfortable and you blend in with the the grass and all of that. And, yeah. and, and you lose sight of everything. And that, that's right. what we're going to get into later when we start talking about self-awareness, self-knowledge. And that'll be a lot next week in, in, uh, uh, when we talk about authenticity. But, uh, yep. but yeah, man. You know what, Bob? I want to I wanna give a shout out to Peter for uh, his support and thanking him a ton for... Peter Guterich. Yeah. Ecotech Pest Control. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, That's off. And, thank you, bro. And thank you, Peter. You know, I'll, I'm going to save it for the end of the show okay. because Peter's one of the people that has supported me. And, yeah. you know, I'm a member of the uh, Evanston Aikido Center. Yeah. And he's one of my first instructors. This isn't and... the plug segment now. We'll no. get to that later. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> right. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So what we're going to do, we're going to get into, we, uh, Bob and I put together um, kind of a, a, it began as a, a vision, mission, value statement, and it kind of morphed into a little more dynamic than that. So. Uh, Bob's actually going to read it to us, and what will happen is as we get into it, then I'll kind of maybe inject or maybe not, depending on how it goes, about what it's out. I mean, the most important part, I think, is the George Bernard Shaw quote, you know, which he, is, if you're going to tell people the truth, you better make them laugh or they'll kill you. And <laughs> and that's really what this is about. So, Yeah, for sure. And uh, I just want everybody to know, too, one of the great things about working with Mike and the generosity that we share is, you know, he sends me this thing and then I worked on it and he just basically gave it a once over and said, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's like making music. So it's, it's great. So look, our purpose and our why is to create a platform where men are honored, celebrated and supported both personally and as entrepreneurs. And our, can I add Bob to also, as far as men as leaders? 
I think and we, we, we left leadership out as word, but yeah, it's we very did. Important. We're going to delve deeply into that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. And in our moving from uh, cocksure ignorance to thoughtful uncertainty, we seek to bring to the forefront the social and cultural issues confronting men, whereby all parties to our conversations are heard, honored, and operate in an environment of 100% freedom of self expression. We see ourselves as being responsible for a platform where men can be their highest selves sharing their greatest gifts as well as their most tragic shortcomings and, above all, how they can and did recover. Our mission is our commitment to, to uniting all men as brothers and leaders such that they are aligned in co-creating a world that is free, unfettered, and in liberty, healthy, and sustainable, and inviting for future generations and all of humanity. Now, why men? There is little public awareness uh, openly of the condition of men in our society. And there are, I would argue that there's probably a lot of forces that are keeping that stuff under the lid in a certain sense. Or, or just not paying attention. Yeah, to hidden from view, if you will. And and it's really the proverbial element in the room. Uh, elephants in the room. <laughs> yeah. So look, the current statistics and status of men, we're going to get into that later. From women's movements to any number of groups categorized by sex and race, it has been almost illegal, if not socially unacceptable, to prioritize public conversations around and for men as males. In fact, one might say that maleness itself has been and is under assault. A pinnacle event may have been reached recently when an NBC, MSNBC host, Willie Geist, oh God, asked, Willie Geist. Rep, oh asked, my God. asked Rep Tim Ryan, how, we will, how he will overcome the problem of being a straight white male. And we assert that this is not a problem. Rather, we see our program as an opportunity for free expression to explore what it is to be a man, regardless of time and space, and we intend to do it with great humility, grace, and humor. Although oriented towards sound research, our program is less about the when and the why of the current condition of men as it is about men being immediately responsible for where our public inquiry flows and so, uh, finally, why the show? You want to read this part? Sure, I'll read it. Please. Yeah. I'm going to take off my sunglasses. <laughs> so, we got why men. Why the why show. Why the show. Yep. Yeah, we believe we must assume 100% responsibility for the narrative around men and for the public perceptions created by media, television, film, news outlets, advertisement, and culture in general. And what I mean by that, really, Bob, is, is our willingness to step over things that are said that are, are, are don't work you know and the depiction of the disney dads right yeah I'm pretty much a doofus or phil on <laughs> phil on uh, modern family right oh boy yeah the one straight white male well there's there's the the older guy uh, al bundy who's pretty cool but yeah. phil is a complete doofus right mm -hmm. so and aside from our own lapses in awareness as as being casual our being responsible right now does involve exposing the truth regarding the current narrative, and we intend to pursue that truth. And that, that's what we want to do. We want to yep. listen. It's no one's fault but our own, right. and we're just going to shine the light on the narrative that's going on. Yep. That's why that Willie Geist thing was so offensive to me. I didn't right. know being a straight white male was a problem until he pointed it out to me. Right. You know, like, oh wow, Will, thank you so much for that right. public service. Right. You know, uh, all things being equal, we believe that our owning this issue can restore dignity and honor respect and relevance that men not only once had but they deserve as much from their own households to their communities and the world at large so and, and th the thing is again this is not a demand and we're not at war with anyone right and there's it's not even a problem it's really a calling forth and 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 the topic of my ted talk was 
manning up, right? Yep. And it's really calling forth, and it's it's just ringing the bell saying, dudes, it's time to step up. Say a little bit about the context where you delivered that TED Talk, by the way, just for that. Oh, yeah. So it, it actually, you know, I say TED Talk, and I'm probably going to get in trouble. It was originally TEDx Lincoln Square in New York City. Yep. And it shifted into a thing called uh, Speakers That Dare. And it was actually a really dynamic experience. And it was in New York City mm-hmm. in Lincoln Square. Yep. It was at, I forgot the name of the theater, but it was about 150 people there. Mm-hmm. Primarily, primarily Midtown Manhattan women. Okay. Right? And that was that was kind of the environment it was in, you know? Um, was it feminist-centered or uh, focused or no? I, I, I wouldn't quite say feminist. I would say feminine. Okay. Okay? Um, the woman who was a curator is, to me, one of the real champions and heroes that I've ever come across, mm. you know? So mm-hmm. she really was... Remarkable, and and I probably wouldn't be here, and I probably, and I know I wouldn't have been doing that talk if it wasn't for her. She's, right. you know, Tr- Trisha Brooke. I mean, shout out to her, man. She is a, she's a bad mamma jamma. She's pretty amazing, but yeah. So she, and she really, she's what what, what Trisha's uh, her 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 superpower is, mm-hmm. is she can listen to all perspectives and make sense of it all. Right, like she makes this giant cultural soup mm-hmm. that's really pretty cool. So anyway, the the last part of this is we intend to create a world with no need for identity politics, a world that works for everyone, that celebrates individuality, freedom, and personal liberty as our greatest assets. And that's that's kind of why we're here, folks. So uh, like I said, uh, we're we're all in for the next three months. And if it makes sense after that, we're all in for the next 30 years. You know? Yeah, we can. And I appreciate any support we get for this conversation right now. Uh, the conversation is being had yeah. on podcasts and in the quote unquote manosphere. And there are heroes out there that have been doing this a long time. You know, there, there's. Okay, speaking for men. No, absolutely. Like, I want to address that though, okay? Yep. The one thing I think that we're different in, okay? Yep. And, and you talk about the manosphere. And like, you know, I've got mad respect for Rollo, you know, and Jack Donovan provides us a, a certain input perspective. That, yeah. Yeah, that, that I think is necessary to for guys to. Um, to own, but my, and I don't have, I haven't been following quite as long as you, but my experience of them, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of the typical male us versus them. C- could be, could you know? be. I think that's evolving as they go forward, but yeah, yeah I get it. I, I get it. I, I hope where we come from, people mm-hmm. don't have the experience of uh, our, what my intention, I believe we've talked about this, my intention mm-hmm. is to have a future-based conversation something to live into, yep. and we invite all humanity to join us. Right. All we're calling forth is men to wake up and to engage with us. Right. And ultimately, because what I see is missing is real union and brotherhood amongst men. You know? I mean, men are great at being individualist. Yep. And you can still be an individual in the yep. union. I mean, I've got mad res- My dad was a union guy mm-hmm. for his whole career. He was the president of a local union, IBW. Yep. Yep. When they when they were on strike with uh, International Harvester back in the seventies. Yeah. You know, um, there's a there's a somehow we've lost this brotherhood and this union mm-hmm. that brings us together where we get strength and create synergies. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of funny. I, I was I was going to get into, and I don't know what what our next uh, window of time is, but you know, yeah. I, my, my our guys will tell us. My my wake up call came yeah. when uh, our son mm-hmm. uh, Robert decided to join the military. Yeah. And uh, I think I've told the story many times already, but I mean sitting sitting at the uh in the grandstand at Fort Benning mm-hmm. watching these guys march in front of me mm-hmm. 
and I was, you know, I was a liberal. I've been, you know, I'm not going to get into politics, right. but I mean, I was very liberal minded. Yeah. Uh, pretty much my whole life, yeah. largely because I'm on the creative side sure. of the brain, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, where the heck have I been my entire life, you know, talking about, talking about military adventures and, you know, you know, standing in a soapbox and at family events and mouthing off with no knowledge yeah. whatsoever. And not even knowledge, it's cognizance of yeah. uh, how, you know, how much these guys are there for one another, yeah. and, which is what came to my mind when you started sharing that. Well, you know, right? again, another guy who I think is a huge hero, right, is, is Jocko. Absolutely, and and it's and when you his really, podcasts are inspiring as well. Oh yeah, but, <laughs> extremely. But inspiring. when you inspiring. get into like following Jocko's deal, yep. you know, the thing that kept Jocko alive was not his patriotism, nor was it his commitment to mission. Right, because he started questioning that, and he'll talk openly yep. about that. It was his commitment to his brothers. Well. That is you know? exactly right. And at the yeah. end of Black Hawk Down, uh, Eric yeah. Bana, the actor, yeah. he's, he's plays as part of this Southern drawl guy yeah. kind of a thing. And he goes, he goes, you know, people don't understand. It's all about the guy next to you. Yeah. And and that's something that that guy next to you thing is really has the culture has lost in a way well, at a certain level. Is, I think is what you're referring to. Right? Exactly. Because, listen, I, I've been in corporate America where the guy next to you would pat you on the back looking for the place to insert the knife <laughs> and looking for a way to advance his careers through stepping on your neck. Yeah. And it's uh, it's that win at all cost yeah. uh, mentality that has, I think, broken apart and created people to operate as these individuals and right. not in teams. Yep. And when you look at really great sports teams, yep. you know, it, it's about it's about those guys. There's a great interview with Tom Tom Brady, and he talks about he's a 17th highest paid quarterback. And he says, either I could take all the money or we could spread the money around and have a great team. Yeah. So. Bob Pontarelli here, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. We'll have more Into the Gap episode highlights after a short break. Into the Gap is on a quest for bringing self-knowledge right up against the glass of the great display window of life. We're also on a quest for advertisers to support this podcast, our weekly radio show, and our unfiltered podcast. If you'd like to get more information and inquire about rates, please contact me at bob at intothegapmedia.com. There's a reason spiders and ants are called pests, and getting rid of them can get a little messy for the environment. Get the job done safely with Ecotech Pest Control. Following the principles of integrated pest management, Ecotech will ensure your home or business is free from all those unwanted visitors today and offer you solutions and advice to keep them from coming back tomorrow. Schedule your service appointment today at ecotechpestcontrol.com. Mention Into the Gap and get a 10% discount. Ecotech Pest Control, protecting our environment together. This is Into the Gap, the podcast, where we bring you highlights of our radio show, which airs every Saturday at 1 o'clock Central Time on WCGO AM and FM. We also recently introduced the Into the Gap Unfiltered podcast, where we enter into the bowels of human ontological hell, rooting out the evil that too often seeks shelter in the nooks and crannies of your consciousness. Find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Our latest episodes are also available on SoundCloud at Into the Gap Media and our website, intothegapmedia.com. Okay, back to the show now. Here's Mike. Welcome back. Uh, you're back with Into the Gap with Bob and Mike. And uh, yeah, we're talking about men and talking about 
this thing that we're dealing with today and, and, and about masculinity all too often, like if you want to get my limited hair standing on edge, proceed the word masculinity with the word toxic. Okay. Yeah, right. Cause it's about, and it's hilarious. Cause my response is to drop the gloves and go, let's go. Right. Yeah. Yep. But, um, but you know, we have to be responsible for the listening that's been created. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things, and it, this is a, a big part of what the, the speakers who dare talk was about was there are three core elements to masculinity that I think drive the boat that most everyone could agree are, are desirable. And the first one as, as a, as a man and, and from a masculine place, one of yep. the things there is for us to do is to provide. Yep. And you as an architect, yep. I mean, that's ultimately what your role is, is to pr provide a space that's functional. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. For people to operate and grow yeah. and express themselves. And, yeah. it, and that's, and, and it, you know, and the whole provision thing kind of got hijacked by, oh, I'm making all the money here and you're going to do as I say and I, you know, all that stuff. That's right. not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about providing and creating an environment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's our responsibility to make sure the environments we live in, right. be it our work, our community, yeah. our families, right. organizations we serve in, yeah. the streets we walk in, right. you know, the parties we go to. Yeah. Like, if it is to be, we're, we're, we have to come as a collective and make sure the environments we operate in yeah. are workable and set up to deliver on the intention that it's set out to. So if, if, if there's going to be a music festival, right. we come together and say, listen, it's a music festival. We're right. going to listen to some really good music and have fun. Right. Right? Yes. This is your engineer brainy work. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is this is that. that I'm, the, I'm hearing it. It's it's happening in real time. Yeah. No. It's awesome. Yeah. So so that's that's the part about providing. Is there anything you want to say about providing? Well, what I want to say about no, not about providing right now. No. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Because yeah. you got the the triad there that you want to talk about. Yeah. And the next one is protect. Okay. Yeah. And and protection protection is really a triggering uh, subject because. Instantly, you can't talk about protection within 15 seconds, not going to guns. And I'm not talking about guns. Right. You know, and I'm a huge proponent. I'm a huge proponent of the Constitution of the United States. And inside the Constitution of the United States, there's this thing called the Bill of Rights. Yeah. And inside the Bill of Rights, there's this thing called the Second Amendment. Right. So to me, it's a dumb conversation to worry about it because exactly. it's part of the Bill of Rights inside the Constitution. Right. So it's just a condition of what's so. Right. So let's not argue about that. Right, and and I think the other context, since you brought it up, mm -hmm. is uh, the um, the right of the individual to be an individual. Absolutely, and 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 I think that there's and to a, protect that. Absolutely, you know, and and what protection means is that everybody is safe. There's this bar in Scottsdale, Arizona, one of my favorite bars in the world. Yep. Is there something you want to say? Well, I was going to say everybody is safe, but I, I'm very cautious when I hear the words, you know, everyone with no one left out or well, all, well, you know, cause th then it, it gets into, I don't feel safe. Well, you not feeling safe is completely different than you being safe. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So yeah. we're going to, we're going to make the distinction between. Yeah. Those, yeah. But, but one of the, like one of my favorite bars in the whole world, this is bar in Scottsdale, Arizona called the Rusty Spur. Yep. And what's great about the Rusty Spur is a horse will come in every now and then. Yeah. And the, the, the bar is about four times the size of our studio here, right? Yeah. And it's just a bar in the back, and you can get shots, and you can get bottled beer. And then there's a stage, and then there's the drunken saloon owner, and then yep. somebody playing music. And there's always music in there. And he's got three rules for his, his saloon. And they make, like, the world should run on these three rules. 
The first rule is, if you can't have fun here, it's your own damn fault. Right. Okay? Yeah. Right. The second rule is, don't let your fun interfere with someone else's. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, don't get your chocolate on my peanut butter. That's right. right. And, oh, I did it backwards. And then the last rule is, tip your bartenders and waitresses well, because I don't pay them for snot, right? Right. Which is honoring the people who serve us. Yeah. It's called acknowledgement. Yeah. Yeah. So- you know, be responsible for your own experience. Yep. Make sure your experience, your your freedom of self-expression yep. doesn't interfere with someone else's freedom of expression. There's enough room. Yep. You know? Like, if you want to do that, if you want to wear mm-hmm. your hair in a hair bun, go ahead, but don't, you know? Right. God bless you. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and so it's just, it's that, you know? So, so yeah, that, that that's really what I think the protect is, is, is really to create mm-hmm. a world where people have the experience of being safe, being cared for, and being heard. Right. Not agreed with. Right. Yeah. It's okay and, to not agree. Right. Exactly. And, and, and you know, as they say, I believe it was Buckminster Fuller said something like, compromise is the kiss of death. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, because then it's, somebody's got to give something up that they feel like they, oh, I gave that up versus, you know what? I really don't care about that anymore. And I'm, I'm, I'm committed to this up here, Yeah, which is, and, you know, maybe at a higher plane and well, in operating lieu, from values. In lieu of compromise, there's consensus. And what that is, is for you and I to be in agreement, we have to let go of our current position. Yeah. You know? Right. Werner does this great thing about, mm-hmm. like, that space you're in. Right. Only you can possess that, and only I can possess this. But if we're yeah. going to work together, we both have to relinquish that space and create a new one. Right. He calls it the distinction of out there. Yeah. And it's kind of out there. <clears throat> you're really thinking about it. Right. Because what you got to do is you got to release your identity, your ego, right, to create something new. Right. You know, he also brought up something powerful that I've never forgotten mm-hmm. that s- speaks to me of what one aspect of masculinity might be, mm-hmm. and certainly should be acknowledged for. Mm-hmm. And that is the whole idea, I believe, um, I may be misquoting him, mm-hmm. but he said that he was speaking to a group of his leaders and he said, the difference between you and I is that I can operate in this face of no results longer than you can with no loss of power. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say in the realm of like macho guys, mm-hmm. you know, I would quantify like a Navy SEAL kind of a character as being in that, you know, having that that what other what what a lot of guys look up to yeah. as, as being a uh I don't want to use the word standard because we use standards too much in a way, but it certainly is is a high principle and high value yeah. you know what condition. He's, what he's pointing to, Bob, is stand. Right? right? Yeah. And one of the problems when we talk about winning at all costs, right? Yeah. One of the problems is we need evidence to support <clears throat> our convictions. Yep. No, we don't. <laughs> no, no. If you operate from integrity, and this is right. going to be one of the weekends, if you operate from integrity just because you say you are yeah. and you honor yourself and your word, yeah. that's enough, bro. You may go down with the ship, but that's right. what you're standing for. But but, but that's something also, and I, I don't mean to use the word but, yeah. uh, because I think that too often we use the word but, it just shows up as canceling out everything that just came before right, it. Right. So I will say, and mm-hmm. I would say that... Um, there is a there that that form of your interpretation or the one you're bringing to the table, yeah. a one uh, this this distinction of integrity, yeah. is is hugely 
misunderstood, almost like when you say the word God, everybody, oh, okay, I know who God is. That's you know, why I know what God is. We're going to break. I, I know what integrity is. You know, integrity means you never lie or integrity. No, it, it's none of that necessarily. No. Well, the problem, this particular distinction for oh, what man. we're, yeah. The problem with integrity is most people weaponize it. Right. You know, and beat people over the head with, you right. know, and, yep. and that's not what we're talking about. Integrity yep. is access to freedom, but we're going to have a whole show on <clears> integrity. <throat> yep. That's in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. You know? But anyway, yeah. yeah, that's it. And the last, the last characteristic of masculinity is this mm-hmm. one that to leave a legacy, right? And and what that means is actually leaving the place that we're at better than when we found it. Yeah, okay? leaving it healthy and sustainable, right? And inviting right. future generations, right? One of the things I want to do with this show, which doesn't need to be called sustainable necessarily to actually have relevance, it could be well, called what you it, just called it. Yeah, really. Yeah, no. The reason I use which this, is inclusive. What, what I'm using, when yeah. I say sustainable, I'm not using the politically correct version. I'm using right. the Webster dictionary version. Yeah. Okay. Right. And sustainable means ongoing. That's all it means. Yes. It doesn't mean you're politically correct and well, you're means, part of the Green New Deal. It means you're thinking of, correct. Right. It means you're thinking of the people who are coming after exactly. you. Exactly. In That's a very all. common sense way. Yeah. And one of the things, one of the things I, and I don't think we talked about this much. Yeah. But uh, one of the things I really, really, really want. Mm-hmm. To bring to the show yep. and invite, and I don't know how to do it. So anybody listening out there, if you know one of these folks, please invite him in. Is I want to invite young men into this conversation with us. Yep. I really want this to be an invitation for young men from 15 to whatever you cease being a young man at. Yep. To come into this conversation with. And if we're saying something that doesn't make sense, right. call us up, hit us over right. the head, throw right. a pie at us, whatever. Right. Whatever you need to do to get our attention, right. you know? Yeah, and also, uh, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. No, your... no, that, that's it. I really, I really, I, and it's really only the last few days where I realized the need for this conversation to be brought to the young men out there, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I want to mention something, too, mm-hmm. which is that the, that the context for the show yeah. is really coming from an acknowledgement that our generation, mm-hmm. yours and mine, yeah. really, yeah. I mean, you just missed the Vietnam Mm-hmm. conflict i just missed just missed it i got a number yeah. didn't yeah. get called and i'm yeah. a little younger than you yeah, and it wasn't even an issue for me it's amazing how much better looking you are yeah thank you you know and yeah. so uh and so we'll talk about that yeah. in the next segment uh <laughs> it's because you use those products I, yeah and i'm gonna talk yeah. about yeah, that exactly. uh, so anyway yeah so uh anyway so 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 there's that right mm-hmm. so in other words we've got an entire well, i don't know 50 years of for the most part, the bulk of the culture mm-hmm. in the male culture in the United States, yeah. let's just say, for example, has had virtually no hardship whatsoever. Right. In fact, it's been all about comfort and convenience all the way through, which, as we all know now, is rearing its ugly head yeah. amongst an entire generation of, of, of both young men and, and, and the parents of those young men. So The thing about that, it was actually aspired to. You know, it was like, it was a sign of success to get to comfort absolutely uh yeah i went to did you say 60 seconds yeah okay we're we're getting close we've been rambling we, i missed <laughs> the signals but yeah so that's kind of what we're that's kind of what the whole um yeah. the whole masculine thing's about I and mean, when you look at bob you know i remember when hats were in vogue yeah. and i was born in the south and i remember whites only bathrooms wow. and if you think about everything that's occurred from that till now right that's like Dude, am I really that old? I might be, wow. you know? Gee. But, all right, we'll be back and uh, for a final segment. But, uh, Bob, it's awesome. Anything you want to say Thank before you. we roll? Well, I was just going to say, thinking about you in the South like that, I mean, I think I think I was out in, like, somewhere in DeKalb picking tomatoes with the yeah. family, yeah. You know, literally. All right. 
You're listening to Into the Gap, the podcast, where we bring you highlights of our weekly radio show, which airs Saturdays at 1 o'clock Central Time on WCGO AM and FM, Evanston, Chicago. We also recently introduced the Into the Gap Unfiltered podcast, where leadership, lifelong learning, and critical thinking are leveraged in the service of freedom and liberty. Find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. The latest episodes of that podcast, and this one too, are available on SoundCloud at Into the Gap Media and on our website, intothegapmedia.com. If you'd like to get in touch with questions, comments, or to inquire about sponsorship opportunities, please email me at bob at intothegapmedia.com. Let's go back to the show now. Here's my partner, Mike Sherrick. So what we want to cover in this last segment is kind of like, we want to create a future for what the show is going to look like and what you guys can expect from us. Right. Um, And here's here's what I promise. It's going to be pretty unpredictable. Even though we may have a topic, we may or may not be on it that long and we may change because of what moves us at the moment. But really what we're going to talk about are a lot of the characteristics of what leadership and masculinity look like and, and what are the, the foundational uh, distinctions to those. So next week, for instance, we're going to get into what it means to be authentic and what gets in the way of our own authenticity and what's possible with being authentic. And what is the what how, where does critical what role does critical thinking play yeah in that process absolutely and and yeah. and what bob's really passionate about and brings and is is really skilled at i i believe this comes from your college prof, pro, professorial how do you say yeah, that you know I, it's I not, know. not that not that much that i'm that i'm uh it, it's probably it's what makes you a great teacher is that well yeah okay you know is um yeah. bob is 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 uh like butting up against the the level of mastery in critical thinking, I would say. You know, when we go through those seven levels, I have a deep appreciation for it. And I would say, for it. I would say you're at this level, and I'm like maybe a sometimes here and sometimes right. I'm down here. If I'm in traffic, yeah. it's pretty low. Yeah, but yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna introduce critical thinking into authenticity and things like that. And, right. and this isn't gonna be it's that part heavy. Of it. But what we really want you to do is we really want you guys to, to start looking at the context and the lenses and the biases that we bring to everything. Because mm-hmm. it's only through the understanding of those that we can actually start understanding and seeing ourselves. And then right. we'll get into, like next week, we're going to get into things like self-knowledge and self-acceptance right. and, and, and uh, uh, self-awareness. Uh, yep. So, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, we're going to get into, this is like it, man. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to be looking at distinctions and then... Uh, I think right now what I really want to do is is turn it over to Bob and we've got some acknowledgement for some people who've been out there supporting us and right. and uh, sticking up for us. So Bob, go ahead. So just real quick, just to repeat a couple of things. So very quickly, uh, critical thinking, employing critical thinking, right, is really dealing with the pathological dispositions of the human mind of which we are all sharing. Mm-hmm. And so that's the platform that is going to be created that that you know pretty much unifies us as 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 students of life at, yeah. at, 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 a, at, a, at a deep level actually. Yeah. I want to say a couple of things about Mike and I being the yin and the yang. He doesn't know I'm going to say this, oh, but buddy. so I'm the kind of guy like today I shaved. I had a three pass shave. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have don't a, even I, know what the hell you're talking. I, about. I, so a three pass shave is use it. You know, like a straight. I mean a uh, safety razor, mm-hmm. and you know you go you start in the down 
you do one pass sure is downstroke. Really everyone out one pass is downstroke. Yeah. One pass is horizontal. And the next pass is up, and you get this just baby smooth shape. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to ask you to touch my face, I'm but not I think you could see it from yeah. there. It looks fantastic. Now, for you, on the other hand, I'm, I had this vision of you while I'm shaving, thinking, "What is? What if I'm doing this? What the hell is this guy doing over here?" So I'm thinking, Mike wakes up in the morning, and he jams his hands into a bucket of like size 89 pea gravel the stuff that you use to like to to like to you know landscape your pathway in your yard and he just grabs all the gravel and he rubs his face he like screams you know and then he like goes out the front door of his house and knocks the door off the hinges on the way out i mean i think that's the difference between you because i'm a little high maintenance that's not quite that's where we came yeah that's where we came out of the uh uh Oscar and Felix uh, analog yeah. uh, because we we seem to you know link up together pretty well uh, in spite of our differences which is the whole point right yeah. so real quick I want to just acknowledge uh, just first of all you know that I'm here by the grace of God that I have a lovely supportive wife of mm-hmm. over 30 years for whom I'm really grateful perfect and has allowed me to be here and um I've got terrific friends. I want to acknowledge the Evanston Aikido Center. Yeah. It's been uh, really a family to me and a fantastic bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, Peter Guterrick, who is uh, uh, an owner of uh, Ecotech Pest Control, mm-hmm. sponsoring his program. And he knows that we're going to carry the message responsibly. And uh, I would be, and in doing so, I would be, I would be mimicking Peter because that's who Peter is. Mm-hmm. Peter's a, a dad. And a husband and a great guy and just been an inspiration to me and a great instructor with me. Also, uh, want to acknowledge uh, Kobe Gabe. <laughs> Freaking <laughs> the, Kobe. The, uh, Kobe is the guy <laughs> that turned me on to shaving, but Kobe is the uh, owner of Seacam Auto Supply. And mm-hmm. Kobe is an awesome human being and such a great friend to me. And I want to just acknowledge his support for the show and, uh, and for just being a great guy. Um you know, uh, Jeff Johnson, who is uh, a stand for me to be in the kind of shape at my age I need to be in, and Hawk Durham in the dojo. And, uh, you know, I really do need to acknowledge more people. I want to acknowledge you, Mike, mm-hmm. for, you know, just being really generous and saying, you know what, let's do this, yep. you know. And coming from this space of just having a deep honor for what it is that we're up to mm-hmm. as far as what's possible for a human being, you know, in the, in the context of being generative. So yeah. you say, say a little about the generative thing, because that's one of the things you and I. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the whole idea of being generative, it, it starts with being present, present in the moment, you know, and transformation begins with powerful relationship to what's so, and what's so is the ultimate experience of being present. Right. And thank you for bringing that up, which yeah. is part of what we're going to be doing in the next show. And yeah. every show yeah. is, 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 is attempting to establish the what so yeah like what's our what is our what in, in my business we call it documentation of existing conditions yeah, exactly yeah. What, yeah what can we document that we actually know and that yeah. we can now deal with by accepting that it's there yeah yeah because otherwise if you don't then you got change orders and that's always a pain in the eye, right <laughs> right absolutely yeah so yeah so that that's that's the whole thing and uh so what generative is if you start from ground zero if you start from a firm foundation you can generate and build on everything Otherwise, you're walking through muck. Yep. And, and that's, that's, I think, what is foundation in our relationship from coach-client. And, yep. and the, thing, the thing that's so beautiful about our relationship is that really what I believe in coaching is it's co-creation. It truly is. It, it's not a power thing. Right. I'm not 
everyone probably witnessed it. I'm not smarter than you, right? I, I want to make sure. Yeah. I want to make well, sure I acknowledge Art Weiss, who's the sensei of the Evanston IQ oh, yeah. Center, awesome. Whose generosity and love is just boundless, and a man of unbelievable passage. Yeah. So please go ahead. No, no, no. Sure that's I, awesome. Is there sure anybody else you want to? No, I, sure? I don't. I probably will when I when yeah, I leave when we here. Get done. What, what yeah. we got next week to do it? So, yep. Um, because we're going to do acknowledgements every week, right? Yep, we will. Yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, but that's the whole thing. That's this idea of generating is to actually be coming from a firm foundation, which is our, our, really our values and, the, and our mission and our vision that we shared with you. Yep. And then um, from that to build upon that to address the purpose that we set out to mm-hmm. do and to really, this is what we're really here to do is to honor men, to honor leadership, entrepreneurship. And to really honor the act of courage, that's what the whole Into the Gap is. Yes. It's about stepping forth. And courage isn't not being afraid, man. Courage is like being afraid and still being in action. So, And having women be included in the conversation, by the way. Absolutely. This is not exclusive of anyone. No. This is an invitation for be. all people. No, man. It's yeah. all of us. I think we've said it about 10 times, but of yeah. course someone's going to hear these old white guys on the radio. <laughs> and like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So anyway, we're, uh, we made it, Bob. Nobody soiled themselves. No one died. <laughs> we didn't get pizza brought in. That's the that's the one thing. We should have pizza. Well, I think I think that'll start come. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please allow us to thank you for listening to this show, as we are only too aware that your support makes it possible. 